What's up, junior high students? Hopefully you guys are having a great Easter. Um, it's probably your first Easter that you've ever celebrated at home completely. I know it's the first Easter that I've spent just at home, um, but because I'm at home, I'm getting to know home a lot better. And one thing that I'm getting to know a lot better is this guy right here, um, the water filter the beautiful, huge Costco water filter that sits in my fridge, which by the way, we've been using the same um, pack of uh, filters ever since we got married, um, which has only been 11 months, so it's not gross. Um, we're on filter number like eight or something um, in 11 months. I don't even know if that's too much or too little, um, but whatever. Anyway, um, this water filter, I've been getting to know this water filter a lot, and I want you to think about this water filter. What does it do? It takes the water from the tap or wherever, um, it puts it through the top here, it works through this filter and it gives me down here in the bottom only what is good, only the right kind of water. Now, I'm not gonna talk to you about water today, but what I do wanna talk to you about is Philippians chapter four, verse eight, which says we're supposed to think about good and godly things, which means we have to discriminate, it means we have to filter, we have to think through only what is good, and sometimes we need to reject and stop thinking about and stop spending time on things that are bad. So I want you to open up to Philippians chapter four with this water filter in mind. Open up to Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Philippians four, eight and nine. We're gonna look at two verses today that talk all about our thoughts. We just got done uh, with last week's, which uh, verse seven says um, something about the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, which it's supposed to guard our hearts and our minds. So he just got done talking about our hearts and our minds, the things uh, in us that make decisions and think. Now he's gonna say, with that in mind, we've got to think and make decisions in a certain way. And in order to do that, we've got to think about some things. So look at verse eight. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, pause, wait for it, for effect, what is he going to say? Think about these things. Now, that word think doesn't just mean have a thought about it and then forget about it. It means to deeply think about it. It means to spend time in your brain thinking about it. Um, the thing I want you to write down on the top of your page, actually, it's probably already written if you have our worksheet, but it's the phrase, keep in mind, keep in mind. That's what he's getting at. He wants us to keep this list of things in mind. And I know it's a list, but really they just represent categories of things we're supposed to think about. And then in verse nine, he says, don't just think about it, practice it. It says, uh, what you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. If we wanna be people who live good and godly lives and practice our godliness, it starts with our thoughts. It starts with our thoughts. So keep in mind. The reason this, this is true is because Jesus told us in Mark chapter seven that what we think about leads to the actions we live, the actions that we live out, the attitudes we have and the things that we say and do. Um, here's what Mark chapter seven, verse 20 says. This is Jesus talking. He says, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these things come from within and they defile a person, right? If we wanna think about the progression of how our sin gets to be where it is, it all starts with our thoughts and the decisions we make. 
and what we decide to spend our time on and what we spend or what we decide to spend our time thinking about. So there's seven things. I know, don't be afraid. It's not going to be a long sermon. It's seven points, seven things that we're supposed to think about that comes from this passage. And by the way, I found this passage on a plaque. Ooh, upside down. Found this <laughs> on a plaque in my house. So I'm going to put it right here so you can never forget the text. There it is, Philippians 4.8. Hopefully I don't knock it over. Um, there it is, Philippians 4.8. Seven things I want to talk about. So the first thing is this. If we want to keep in mind some things, what's the first thing to keep in mind? Well, he says, keep in mind what is true. Okay, what's well, true? Number one, you can write this down. Um, keep in mind things that are from God's word. Things that are from God's word. Now that comes from the word true. Um, what is true? How do we know it's true? How do we know it's false? Well, Jesus said in John 17, 17, that God's word is the truth. And more than that, in Psalm chapter one, verses uh, one and two, it says that people who walk in the way of sinners and uh, stand in the way of sinners and sit in the seat of scoffers, people who hang out with unrighteous people and do unrighteous things, well, that's gonna be their lifestyle. But the people who meditate and think about God's word, they're gonna live totally different. It says they're gonna be like a tree planted by streams of water. That's a good picture. That's what we wanna be. We wanna be people who are doing godly things and the first step in that is thinking about things that are true. Right? Even in Psalm 119, the psalmist goes further. He says, how can a young man keep his way pure? How can he do the right thing? By guarding it, his way, his life, according to your word. With my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Okay. Step number one to living a more righteous life, we need to be thinking about God's word more often. And for you, that might look like reading it in the morning and instead of just forgetting about it, like sometimes we're prone to doing, thinking about it throughout the day, writing about it, maybe journaling about it, remembering what we studied and actually seeking to apply it. It's huge. And if we don't think about it and if we don't dwell on it, we spend five minutes on it and then forget about it, we're not really doing what this passage says. So first thing we want to think about is things that are true. Second thing, it says things that are honorable. The second thing you would write down, what honorable means is things that are important, okay? Things that are important. That's point number two. Things that are important. Um, things that are noble or worthy of respect is what the word means. Um, instead of thinking about things and just thinking about things that are unimportant or frivolous or things that are here today, gone tomorrow. Um, and it's not bad sometimes to think about unimportant things, um, but we should be thinking about more than that. Colossians chapter three says this, um, if then you've been raised with Christ, Seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. There's so much for you as a Christian to think about that is, that's more than just earthly, more than just here and now. For you to think about big and important things, that is going to be really helpful for us being more righteous and being more holy. We're going to just do that when we remember that we've got things to do, heavenly things to do, right? Eternal things to do. Having thoughts like this, um, how can I serve God today? Thoughts like this, um, how can I do something that will affect a person's eternity in a good way? Right? And one of the ways to do that is to share the gospel and to tell the truth to people. That's a heavenly thing. And to set your mind on important, noble, heavenly things. That's awesome. Instead of just spending our time thinking about things that are unimportant. Next thing, he says, think about things that are just. Okay, the word just is a word sometimes translated 
right or righteous. Think about things that are good or righteous. Um, the way I want you to write it down is this for point number three. Um, think about things that God approves of. Keep in mind things that God approves of. That's a simple definition for what just is, um, but it means things that are right or true. There's a lot of things in the world that happen that are bad, where people get cheated, people are taken advantage of, people are harmed, people are wronged. And those are things that we can't celebrate and get excited about. Those are things that we need to say, I don't want to spend my time thinking about those things. I'd rather spend my time celebrating the, the good things that God is doing. And sometimes we look at the world and say, well, there's a lot more injustice than there is justice. And that should lead us to say, okay, if I want to think about what's just, let me think about what God is going to do. And I think it's a great thing for us to spend some time thinking about God himself. If we want to think about something that's just and good and righteous, it's a good idea for us to spend time thinking about God. And I know I've quoted a lot of Psalms today, but Psalm 103 says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgives your iniquity and who heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. What the psalmist is doing is looking back, remembering the good things that God has done, and even more than that, remembering who God is and that he's righteous and he's um, loving. It's a great thing for us to do. If we want to be people who are thinking about good and godly things, which leads to good and godly actions, think about God. Think about his character. Think about his attributes and praise him for it. Right? The psalmist here says, bless the Lord, O my soul. He has to talk to himself. He's reminding himself to think about good and godly things. That's what just means, what God approves of. And the next thing says, think about things that are pure. So true, honorable, just, pure. Okay, That's the fourth thing. Point number four, whatever, however, writing it down on your worksheet, write it down like this. Keep in mind things that don't involve sin. Keep in mind things that don't involve sin. That's really what pure means. Pure means unstained or untainted, means holy. There's a lot of things that we can think about and spend our time on and videos that we can watch and shows that we can watch and music that we can listen to and influencers that we can follow that when we see their material and when we read their stuff and when we hear what they're singing and when we watch what they're doing, there's a tinge of guilt in us. You might know what this is like if you're watching a video and you know someone you know is coming around the corner, you kind of exit out of it. Or a song that you're that you're listening to that if someone were to walk in the room, you would like turn it down, or you'd only want to listen to it in your headphones. Things that you'd like be ashamed of, and that your conscience has a little problem and a little guilt with. When it says think about things that are pure, it's the opposite of that. It's if something is gonna make me think, mm, this is not a great thing for me to do, then I'm gonna reject it. I'm gonna say, well, I won't watch it. I won't do it. I won't listen to it. I won't watch that show. I won't follow those influencers anymore. I'll be done with it if it's something that I'm ashamed of and something that um, I think is wrong. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22 says, abstain from every form of evil. I think that's a very simple, helpful way of thinking about it. We wanna be people who say no to every form of evil even if it's as simple as disrespecting parents or telling uh, lies or not speaking the truth or, or being harsh. We want to abstain from every form of evil. And for us to spend our time thinking about and ingesting songs and videos and things that are evil, that really are evil, and, and some things are, not everything we watch is, but some things are, it's not good for us, right? If you're listening to a bunch of um, 
songs with bad words, you shouldn't be surprised if you're a person who struggles with saying bad words. If you're a person who's watching shows and reading books that are all about disrespectful kids to parents, don't be surprised if in your life you see the sin of disrespect to your parents. It's a, it's not always a one-for-one -one correlation, but you should see that when you put garbage in, you're going to get garbage out. And that's something we should avoid and we can avoid. And if you think about it, you have a real advantage because in today's world, you don't just have one channel that you, on the TV to watch, or you don't just have one DVD that you have, right? Unless you still watch DVDs. Um, you have like such a variety of influences that you can choose from. You could pick and choose really good things to listen to. You could listen to good songs. You could listen to um, good videos. You could watch good and helpful shows. There's so much out there that's good and righteous for us to ingest. We don't have to ingest evil and impure things. So that was number four, whatever's pure. Next one, he says, whatever is lovely, which is kind of a, a weird one, but what lovely means is um, admirable or attractive or worthy of love or beautiful. And that's how I want you to think of it. Uh, the fifth one, uh, keep in mind things that are beautiful. Keep in mind things that are beautiful. Um, that sounds kind of weird, but if you think about the opposite of things that are beautiful, um, things that are dark, things that are gross, things that are wrong, things that are impure, right? Think about things that are, are beautiful. Now, I said that um, with the, the whole one about things that don't involve sin, there's certain songs and shows and, and influencers that we can follow that... Um, don't involve sin as the premise for their show. And they don't involve sin as the premise of their popularity or whatever. Um, and they're good and wholesome and they're not saying bad words and they're not doing bad things. Um, that's, that can be a beautiful thing, right? There's a lot of songs that aren't written by Christian artists, but they display something about God and their beauty. And that's a great thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shows and, and good things. I, I just listed some. God is a bunch of beautiful gifts that he gives to the world. Things like music. Things like creativity, things like art, creation, uh, and going outside, um, things like love, things like friendship, things like sports, things like competing and winning and losing. Those are great things that God designed. Um, they don't all have to have the, the Christian stamp on them for them to be good and, and things for you to think about. Uh, but just know that if you think about things that are good and beautiful and lovely, instead of things that are dark or evil or wrong or... Um, or horrible, right? We get the the, the word, the genre of, of movies, horror movies, from things that are, are dark and mysterious and wrong, things like that. If you focus on good and beautiful things, a lot of times that can be a great thing that are gifts from God for us to enjoy. So that's things that are lovely. Next one, he says things that are commendable. Um, and if there's any excellence and if there's anything worthy of praise, I'm kind of lumping these three together because they're essentially saying the same thing. Um, Paul's saying, think about and practice things that people as a whole, in general, look to and appreciate, okay? Um, commendable. That means that things that people see and say, wow, that's good. Things that people would give a round of applause for, um, that's, that's commendable. If there's any excellence, that's kind of saying, wow, if it's noble or virtuous, and people can look at that and see that's a really good thing, um, that's something you should think about. And it says anything worthy of praise, which is kind of self-explanatory. If there's anything that you're doing or watching or thinking that people can say that's a great thing and as a whole people get behind it and appreciate it, that's probably a good thing to be thinking about. So the sixth thing, um, I know we're making our way through the list, sixth thing to keep in mind, um, this one's really simple, but just things 
that everyone appreciates, thing that everyone appreciates. Paul has said um, in a lot of different places that he wants the Christian's behavior to be good and appreciated even by people who are not Christians, even by outsiders. Uh, Colossians 4 says we're supposed to walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time and letting our speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Um, Our behavior and our actions should be stuff that people appreciate. Now, there's a, you know, an exception there. If you're following Christ, sometimes the world doesn't think that's a good thing and they don't appreciate it. But in general, if you're living a godly life, people will look at that and recognize that through your love and your generosity and your good works and your kindness, that those are good things. Um, so he says, think about things like that. Okay. That's six things. The seventh thing comes from verse nine. So I want you to make sure you're looking at Philippians chapter four, verse nine. It says this, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Um, Paul was an example for them. They had more examples than just Paul, but Paul was a great godly example in their life. Um, You don't have Paul in your life other than uh, the words that he gives, which are a lot, which is great, Um, but you have other people in your life who are good and godly. You have your small group leaders. You have your parents. You have maybe for some of you uh, Christian teachers or, or Christian coaches that are good godly examples for you. I want you to think through if there's things that we should be thinking about. Paul says, you've got a bunch of stuff from me. You saw me live. You heard stuff from me. You received stuff from me. You learned stuff from me. Um, Live that out. So the seventh thing that I want you to think about and keep in mind are things that godly people would think about. Things that godly people would think about. Um, And this is a a good filter for us. Um, Think through this. The things that I'm spending my time thinking about and watching and listening to and and, I don't know best word for it is to to intake things right Um, would a godly person in my life do that right let's just say um, would your small group leader be cool with listening to the same song and having the other earbud in their ear as you're listening would you be ashamed of that or would it be like uh yeah this is great Um, what's your reaction if you, you know, add up the things that you're thinking about and realize, yeah, I would never watch that YouTube video with my leader. Uh, if my parents knew that I was doing that, I would never do that, right? I would stop doing that if they knew, right? Things like that, I want you to be convicted about that and think about good and godly things. Um, I know that you can't always jump into the brains of all the righteous and godly people that you know, but I think if you want to have a better filter and if you want to be able to distinguish good from evil in your thoughts even better, I think you got a great opportunity to talk to godly people in your life about that. If you're curious, man, I don't know if this song or this artist or this book or this show, I don't know if this is good for me to watch. Um, You can go to a godly person in your life and ask them and see what their filter's like. And Paul says, I want you to have a filter that's like my filter. You saw stuff from me. You heard stuff from me. you, You received things from me. I taught you things. You should do what I did. Um, and he's a great example for us, but the problem is he lived a long time ago and he, he died a long time ago, but there are people in your life who are here with you in the flesh. And right now, for some of you, it might just be your parents. Um, but that's a great place to start too. If you're curious about an artist or a show or an influencer, you could talk to them first. And if you're done talking to them and they've given you, um, their opinion, you could also go to a small group leader. Um, you could go to other godly people and see what they think and then make a good 
and godly decision about things that you should be thinking about. If you did the math and you tracked every thought you'd have throughout the day, it's crazy. Scientists have tried to do it and they said that it's something in like the tens of thousands of thoughts like every day. If you imagine them all on a video camera to be played in your small group this Wednesday night, um, imagine the horror that some of you would have. You'd be freaked out. Like, I can't believe all my thoughts are just totally exposed. Um, you know, with God, our thoughts are exposed. And one day, the Bible says we're going to give an account for the way that we talked and the way we acted and the way that we thought. And this week, as we think about thinking through godly things, I want to challenge you. Think about things like the seven things we mentioned. Think about things from God's word, things that are important, things that God approves of. Think about things that don't involve sin, things that are beautiful, things that everyone appreciates, and also things that godly people would think about. Like I said before, the actions always come from the thoughts. The things we do always comes from, as Jesus said, our hearts. And when we do evil things, it's because our hearts are evil. And if we want to have pure hearts, we got to be like the psalmist and fill up our hearts with God's word. So um, I want to encourage you that as we go out this week, and you're not really going to go out, but as you leave this, this video and you click it off and you do whatever you're going to do after this, please keep in mind these seven things. Please keep them in mind and think about God's word constantly. And he's going to help you live a righteous and godly life if you're one of his, if you're in Christ. So I'm going to pray real quick as we do that. I want to pray for you guys um, and pray for me and all the leaders that we would do this as well. So let's pray right now. God, we're so thankful that you give us your word, which is able to be like, um, like it says, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. I pray that as we think this week, which is a weird idea that we're thinking all the time and having thoughts, I pray that we would be righteous in those thoughts, that we would avoid the things that are wrong. There are so many things that we could be thinking about and pondering that are evil and it would lead us to more evil. I pray that we'd reject those things and um, focus on things that are good and right and true and pure. I uh, pray that you'd help us do that this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.